Hi, welcome to The Road Least Traveled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. Hi, 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 beautiful people. Before I start, I want to say thank you so much to my early subscribers on YouTube. I really appreciate your support and it would be great if you could give me feedback in the comment section so I can improve my content. I got some pretty good responses for my episode titled For Family Scapegoats. And so I thought I'd do another episode because, you know, while reading some comments on social media, by scapegoats on how difficult it is to walk away from their families, from their communities. It's just to give support to those who are on this journey and at the stage of leaving and returning and leaving and returning. You know, we can go on for years and years and years, wasting most of our life because we don't know what's really going on. I didn't know anything about this dynamic, so I tried my best again and again to explain that I wasn't the bad person they thought I was. I did it in words. I did it in action. I jumped through hoops to atone myself for my perceived sins. But when I found the truth about this dynamic, man, I thought I really need to share this with those who don't know. By the end of this episode, I want you to see your own beauty, the beauty and strength that they saw all along and envied you for it. And that is why you were chosen as a scapegoat. Now, I've already done a basic episode on scapegoats. It's titled Four Family Scapegoats. And when I got a comment from someone who expressed such deep gratitude, I felt her relief and validation. And so I decided to do a sequel to that, which is How to Walk Away. It's not easy because we're still not sure if we are the problem or they are. We're still not sure if we really are inherently bad. This confusion is crazy making. It's crippling. Now, I really want to stress a point here. I am not in any way blaming anyone. Everyone has a history. Everyone has suffered one thing or another, including the abusers. Not everyone is strong enough to break the cycle. So when they don't have the strength to do the right thing, they resort to various ways of self-protection, which includes abusive behavior. You know, I'd like to believe that nobody is bad. They're just weak. But us scapegoats, we're strong. I don't know where we get our strength from, but hang on to it. If you're the generational curse breaker, you have the strength they don't. Here are some steps to guide you. So part one, the revelation. You discover that scapegoats are not chosen because they're stupid, incompetent, ridiculous, and useless. They are in fact chosen for the opposite traits because they're intelligent, strong, creative. They're intuitive and kind-hearted. Now this really pisses other people off to no end. So the scapegoat is given the role of cross-bearer for the sins of others from a very young age. This starts within the family. Other family members are encouraged to abuse the scapegoat by projecting everything about themselves that they don't like. So the scapegoat is the family trash can. 
I'm sorry to be using these words, but they are the family trash can. Part two, denial. If you're new to this, you'll find this hard to believe. It's okay. Be kind to yourself. Be patient. Don't beat yourself up for having contradictory thoughts. You are going to have a lot of contradictory thoughts. It's because your brainwashed brain is saying one thing and your soul is saying another. So be gentle with yourself, okay, and allow your soul to emerge little by little. This process cannot be rushed. Only love and kindness can persuade the soul to speak up. Part three, the confirmation. You now see clearly that you're in a toxic dynamic and you are the cross-bearing scapegoat. You're convinced that everyone knew and just towed the line because they'd rather keep you in your place so they can remain safe. You'll probably go through a phase of self-blame. How could you not have seen it earlier? You know, you look back at all the red flags and that are now so obvious and you beat yourself up for not noticing them or for being so gullible that you believed the crap that they fed you. Stop it. Put a stop to those negative self-bashing thoughts. It's not your fault. You were brainwashed. It's not your fault. Okay? So stop these thoughts. It takes a lot of discipline, but if you can catch yourself doing it, you can put a stop to it even if it means you have to do it continuously. It's okay. Just go on doing it. I used to do it like probably a thousand times a day, but it gradually got down to a hundred times and then 50 and 20. We're still making progress. You know, that is still progress. By the way, if you're finding this helpful, please give it a thumbs up, subscribe or follow and share. Part four, anger. You go through a phase of blaming them. Go ahead. Be as angry as you want. Don't skip this phase and don't pretend to be happy. Be angry. Acknowledge it. And when you're ready, let it go. Part five, walking away. This is the hardest part. You'll be walking away from the only life you've ever known, the only community you've ever had. No matter how unpleasant, it's become comfortable. You know, humans are so adaptable that I guess it's a good thing to be adaptable. But on the flip side, you know, anything can become comfortable after a while. It's like having a misaligned spine your whole life. And then when it's corrected, it just somehow doesn't feel right. It takes time. This is where you'll have to make a decision on whether you want to remain tormented and comfortable or make a leap into the unknown to live your best, to realize your greatest potential. You have to make that choice. The thing is, we were trained to jump through hoops, to, to catch that elusive and unattainable carrot. We kicked a ball through goalposts that kept shifting, bars that kept being raised so we could never reach it. And now we habitually, and I'd say robotically, chase after people who don't care. That was always the name of the game. So let's change the rules of this game. You might also need to stay away from friends for a while. Many of them will try to convince you not to walk away from your family. And this will make you doubt yourself. They don't understand. Remember, you've been gaslighted all your life and you cannot afford to go back there. Now, just be prepared that some people will see you as the bad person. 
I don't want to sound negative, but it may happen. Okay, so just be prepared, and you'll need the strength to accept that. Don't try to explain. I mean, explaining yourself has been a lifelong habit, hasn't it? Break that habit. A lot of weird things are going to happen within the family. They'll either pretend to be nice or gossip about you, ignore you like you don't exist, or create the drama of a lifetime. All hell breaks loose, or nobody talks about it. It's as though you never existed. However, there is one thing they cannot ignore: the trash can has left the building. Suddenly, it occurs to them that there's nowhere to throw their trash. What now? So they'll either scramble to find a replacement, or the scapegoat could still be the trash can remotely. You know, this might be in the form of a smear campaign, or maybe not. Who knows? They may not even be awake enough to plan a smear campaign. I mean, who knows? Don't waste your time speculating. Let them be whatever. When you've walked away, that's when you need you the most. Be there for you. Hold your own hand. Talk to yourself in gentle and loving ways. Eat healthily. Exercise. Do some gardening. Paint. Sing. Read. Swim. I don't know. Love your pets more. Talk to your plants. Whatever it is, your objective is to learn to self-soothe. Okay? You must find it within yourself. If some of you are thinking, nobody loves me, not my family, not my friends, nobody. This is what was programmed into you, and you believe it. However, this can be a blessing in disguise. Okay, you can turn it around and say, "Well, since nobody loves me, I just have to figure a way to love myself." So, my dearest, lovely, kind-hearted, compassionate, intelligent, and spiritually strong scapegoat listeners, this is a good thing. Part six. Self-love. Did you know that out of everyone, the scapegoat has the best chance at self-love, and with that comes easy abundance. Just please, just just persevere. Be focused only on one thing: taking care of yourself. It's long overdue. You've been emotionally taking care of everyone else, taking their burdens and trash like you're a toxic dump site. It's time, my friend. It's time to take care of yourself. Taking care of yourself means you stop blaming them, right? So put all your energy into taking care of yourself. Part seven, forgiveness. Would you believe me if I said it could be their life purpose as an abuser to awaken some of us, to put obstacles in our path so we eventually attain peace and self-love? The way I see it, from a spiritual perspective, we got the most generous gift from the abuser. Now that said, I am not invalidating those that are suffering abuse. Okay, I I am not making light of a grave matter. I'm just speaking from personal experience. So I hope you don't misunderstand me. To me, this is not delusional at all. To me, it's truth, and that was how I could forgive them and even be grateful. If on the off chance they realize what they've done and take accountability, now this is really a long shot, yeah. Do not expect it. But if they do, and they pester you for forgiveness, you must remind them that you've been forgiving them all this while, again and again, and you must make it clear that forgiveness doesn't mean 
they can just continue behaving badly and everything is fine and brushed under the rug. It isn't fine for you. They must understand this. But you know what? The irony is that there's actually nothing to forgive. Do you see that? If you're a scapegoat, try to see the silver lining and then gather the strength to walk away. This gift has run its course, okay? It's time to take care of yourself. It's like someone threw you into the ocean in the middle of the night and you learned to swim and became the best swimmer because you had to learn to survive the turbulence, the jellyfish and, and the sharks and whatnot that lurks in the, in, in the dark waters. And that makes you a far better swimmer than someone who grew up in a paddling pool. But now you don't need all that anymore. Would you deliberately go back to the turbulent ocean? No, it's time to walk on land and start building your life. Part eight, the silver lining. You will have a life of abundance. Not just any old abundance, but easy abundance. You've paid your dues. You will feel free. All scapegoats are truth seekers, and the truth really does set you free. You'll bear no resentment. You will have forgiven them and yourself. You have self-love. If at one time nobody had a good word to say about you and you still found beautiful things about yourself to love, what does that say about you? I'll tell you what it says about you. You are so much stronger than you were led to believe. Of all your qualities, strength of character is what sets you apart. And what is strength of character? It's the refusal to give up on yourself. It's the refusal to remain in victimhood. Refusal to become the bad person that they said you were. Refusal to even badmouth and betray your betrayers. And by the way, they know it. Okay, they do. Strength of character is holding on to your integrity that you were born with. Everyone was born with integrity. And it takes a lot of strength to hold on to that. You have that. I don't agree that in life nothing is a guarantee. Strength of character is a guarantee. Integrity is a guarantee. So it's a blessing to be a scapegoat. Please don't dwell too much on the victim part of it. It's time. It's really time for you guys to know who you really are. I hope you found this episode useful. Please take care and thanks for joining me today. Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it.